0: to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk Podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynes, we've flipped the calendar to March, finally. the uh, uh, Now Cactus League uh, gets into the, the, the portion of the schedule where it's just a, a grind every day, and uh, you, you're just uh, looking ahead and looking forward to that uh, the end of the month when uh, the games count for real and, and you, you get going with uh, opening day. But uh, as far as yesterday goes, the, the Guardians went up to Tempe, and uh, got a nice outing from uh one of the their uh the guys they're depending on in the uh, in the starting rotation this year uh in Gavin Williams.
1: Yeah, Gavin was really the first guy from uh, last year's rotation to make a Cactus League start Joe. Uh he pitched two scoreless and did a really nice job four strikeouts uh through a called third strike past Mike Trout. Uh, the only runner he walked, the only base runner he allowed was uh, Rendon to start the uh, second inning. But really pretty dominant, dominant stuff, dominant appearance. Uh, he looked, uh, you know, you can't have much uh, as as far as a uh, first start in the Cactus League. You couldn't ask for much more.
0: Now, a, a lot of times uh, a young guy like Gavin, who, uh, you know, just got his feet wet really uh, at, at the major league level, uh, last season uh, comes into his his first real uh, big league spring training and uh, his first real cactus league start. Actually, the first time we've seen him out there in a in a major league exhibition game like that. Um, you you think that a uh, you know in, a guy in his position wouldn't be trying to do too much uh, tinkering in the off season or, or changing or or messing with his mechanics or, or anything like that, just more refining what he has. But but Gavin said after the game that that there were some things that he's been working on in in terms of his windup.
1: Yeah. He's made a few tweaks, you know, pitchers, (laughs) pitchers are crazy. I think pitchers (laughs) are never satisfied with, with where they're at. They're always tinkering with something, you know, remember a couple of years ago when Aaron Savali, you know, coming off maybe his best year in the big leagues changed his entire uh, delivery. Uh, you know, over the off season, and, you know, I guess it worked for him, but, you know, does a hitter do that? I, I don't think so. I mean, does any, any other guy in his walk of life change his whole routine, his whole, you know, makeup to, uh to, in his job, and then, you know, just show up the next year and look completely different? I don't, but, you know, I could, you know, I, I'm sure the, uh, the changes he made, Joe, it sounds like they're minor, you know, I don't know if they were suggested by, uh the Guardians and their pitching group, or they came from, uh, you know, they came from Gavin himself. I'm sure it was kind of, probably a combination of both. Uh, it sounds like uh, he's trying to get a little more velo, trying to get to his backside more. Uh, it didn't look like anything major. I mean, he wasn't throwing left-handed, you know, he was still, <laughs> he's still a right-hander, Joe.
0: Yeah. Well, you mentioned that, uh, that switch that Aaron Savali made, uh, you know, from, uh, during one off season, uh, in, in the past that, you know, it was noticeable. There was a noticeable difference in that delivery. Uh, and, and really what a lot of these guys are going to nowadays, uh, to try and, and, and get, uh, a little bit more velo, a little bit, uh, a, you know, a more, uh, repeatable delivery is by, by simplifying things and, and, you know, really, if it wasn't inti- really noticeable uh, with gavin but but if he just uh you know maybe cut down a little bit uh some particular movements in his wind up uh then i could see uh he he said he wanted to maintain velocity throughout the game and that you know whatever change he is he's making to that windup is is gonna help him do that so uh you know if that means that he's he's still throwing mid to upper nineties uh you know in the the fifth sixth seventh inning Uh, That that could only be a good thing uh, as long as he can, you know, uh, endure it physically and it doesn't lead to any sort of, uh, you know, injury concerns. He also said uh, the, you know, working with David Fry behind the plate. Now, we've talked about David Fry uh, focusing on catching and focusing on the craft of catching here in this spring training. Uh, He said uh, David Fry, where where uh, where Fry was setting up on the plate was helping him because he had been missing to his arm side. Uh, and, and Fry's little adjustments that he was making throughout that the, the, those two innings uh, were helpful. So that's a, a good sign from uh, from David Fry behind the plate.
1: Yeah, it's a sign of growth, a sign of good communication between pitcher and catcher. And it sounds like uh, Fry was setting up more a little little bit closer to the uh, to right-handed hitters, so uh, you know Williams wasn't missing as much. Uh, or or at least he could maybe Fry could steal a few strikes frame a few strikes you know in in a more appropriate uh, fashion so uh, you know an interesting conversation definitely and you know it sounds like uh Fry is you know making big strides i know uh manager Steven Vogt really complimented him for his work uh against uh the uh i, I believe the Padres on Monday uh when when he caught there uh, and you know, Joe, I just wonder, you know, if Fry, you know, concentrating solely as a catcher, you know, is that a one-way ticket for him to Columbus? You know, I, in, you know, I, you know, as opposed to him being that versatile guy that we saw last year that kind of played all over the diamond.
0: Yeah, and, and the way Stephen Vogt talked about it, he said, "Hey, you know, uh, it's such a big responsibility, and it's such a uh, there's so many moving parts with with uh, you know learning and growing behind the plate there." uh i think they have a lot of faith that david fry can you know just throw the glove out there and, and if they need him to go to first base uh, uh you know during a game he can do that if they need him to go out into right field they can they can live with whatever results they have out there uh but yeah you know, i don't know if it, it it targets him for uh uh directly to columbus or, or, or not but you know I, I think there's there is a spot for him on this roster as a as a third catcher uh if you know if they decide to go in that direction it's just really hard because you know you're paying Austin Hedges four million dollars you're going to have him catch some games and and live with his offense so uh, they're going to do that Uh, one more thing about Gavin Williams he did say uh, he did tell reporters after the game that he wants to throw more off-speed pitches uh, in all counts and obviously that's something that uh, you know all young pitchers are getting uh, used to and comfortable with but uh, he wants to get comfortable with that and and you know do that throughout the whole year, not just you know abandon that philosophy or that strategy uh, of of throwing more of his off speed pitches uh, in in whatever count to to get strikeouts. So uh, it, it's good to see that uh, you know the gears are turning and the uh, the the strategies are are you know being formulated now in spring training for for Gavin Williams. Uh, just a, a really encouraging outing and and you know the number one thing is he came through. Uh, completely fine and healthy, and that's what the Guardians need from him.
1: Yeah, Joe, and I think with young starters, um, especially a guy like Gavin Williams, what he's six five, about two forty. You know, he's gonna. It's easy to fall in love with his fastball, and it's easy, and when it's working, it's easy to stick with it. But if you're gonna be, you know, mature as a pitcher and grow as a pitcher, you have to uh, throw all your pitches. You know, because eventually hitters in the big leagues are gonna catch up with heat. So, um, you know, th- that was a good, uh, you know, that was encouraging for him to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, as far as uh, updates on the offensive side of the ball, not a lot to uh, to, to talk about there. Uh, Will Brennan, one of the only real regulars to to play in the game uh, yesterday, did get an RBI triple uh, in, in four at bats, a rarity there for, uh, a, you know, a starter to get four uh, at bats in a, a spring training game. Uh, what did you see offensively as the, uh, you know, the, the different positions out there uh, you know, are, are are competing for, for spots? Yeah, Joe, there wasn't, like you said,
1: there wasn't much going on offensively. The, you know, the Guardians sent over the shock troops to Tempe. There wasn't, you know, <laughs> like you said, Brennan was the only, you know, really kind of regular Brennan and Fry. Um, and they only, they ended up with four hits, uh, they were held scoreless until the ninth inning when uh, uh, Schumann, uh, Schumann, Daniel, Sh- J- yeah. Daniel Shiman, uh doubled and uh, Brennan tripled him home. And, um, you know, so it wasn't there wasn't a whole lot to write home about offensively. I mean, uh, Tyler Freeman had a hit. Uh, Planes had a hit. What How do you say his first
0: name? Alex Free? Alex, Alex, Alex Alexi, uh, it's Alex Free Planez
1: yeah alex free uh plan has had a hit he's and he's swung the bad good uh mm-hmm. well in in spring training whenever he's gotten a chance joe he's got a couple hits he's made really good contact i don't know where he plays but he's an interesting guy
0: yeah he's uh right now he's, he's designated as an outfielder uh 6'2 uh, 180 pounds only 22 years old he's three for five so far uh with three runs driven in uh this year it's uh this is a uh, a, a guy who you know could be you know uh, Akron or uh, Columbus to to start out and and, and really uh, be a guy to keep an eye on uh, as far as uh, an outfielder goes. Uh, you know, born in Venezuela, so uh, another one of those uh, you know young Venezuelan uh, outfielders that the the Guardians can uh, can keep an eye on uh, throughout the camp and 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 the beginning of the uh, the regular season. Uh, as far as uh Kyle Manzardo, uh Chase DeLauter they both got uh got a chance uh, DeLauter actually got a chance to start in the game uh in left field uh Manzardo, uh came in uh, later in the game uh had an at bat and uh and struck out uh both of those guys sort of progressing uh, you know as the as sort of the, the marquee guys the in in camp that you know we try to keep an eye on in terms of prospects uh anybody else really uh stand out uh, I, I, I guess uh Esteban Florial had 3 at bats there in, in center field. we'll get into a, a little bit more about him in a minute.
1: Yeah, Florial uh, went over for 3. Um let's see. Fry went over for 2. Rocío I, I believe it was over for 3. Uh you know, uh John Kenzie Noel, they you know, they keep uh, running this guy out there. They're giving him a chance. He was he's still hitless looking for his first hit this spring, but uh you know uh manager Stephen Vogt you know keeps saying he's having good at bats uh I'm sure he's anxious Joe he knows uh he's got a chance here that he's getting a chance he hasn't had in the last couple years of being in big league camp that he's getting the chance to play um so we'll see how that goes you know Delauter uh you know walked and and uh, grounded out uh he he made a nice uh made a nice effort to catch a ball in the gap in left left center field uh the ball uh you know uh, bounced out of his glove it was originally ruled an error then it was ruled a hit by uh Brandon Drury in the uh fourth inning so yeah just uh it was kind of uh, you know just a quiet game the you know the really the 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 uh, big the headline from that game was the way uh uh Gavin Williams pitched
0: right uh want to remind our listeners if you're uh, logged on here you can join our uh, subtext community, Guardian Subtext for three ninety nine a month. Uh, it gets you text updates to your phone from Hoynes and from me uh, throughout the season. Uh, you can join by going to cleveland.com slash subtext or by sending a text message to 216-208-4346. I'd uh, love to have you as part of our Guardian Subtext community. Uh, Hoynes, uh, we t- want to talk about the, the battle in center field right now. We mentioned Estevan Florio uh, hit listen three at bats yesterday. Uh, Miles Straw, as uh, was uh, not with the club, uh, sidelined with uh, a, an illness. Uh, Stephen Vogt said he'll be uh, away until he's feeling better. Uh, as far as what we've seen so far in that center field competition, uh, right now is when uh, Florial should be uh, trying to step forward because with uh, with Straw sidelined, uh, this is an opportunity for him to get out there and and you know show him what he can do.
1: Yeah, and and Floyd started slow. I don't think uh, you know, I think he, he has a walk, he has a stolen base, he scored a run, but that's about it, Joe. Really haven't seen him uh you know, hasn't hasn't really been tested in center field. You know, when I was out in Goodyear, I watched him uh during BP in the live BP sessions. Uh he has some swing and miss in his game, but uh you know, he's got some power too, as we saw uh last season when he hit what twenty eight home runs at triple A for the Yankees last year. So he's got some pop. He's a bigger guy than you think. And he speaks three languages, Joe. So he's <laughs> he's a fun guy to talk to. So really. I mean you know, I I can only really, speak one. Really which
0: one yeah I was gonna say which yeah. ones do you speak? <laughs> English maybe he, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> he speaks
1: Spanish, Creole and English and uh so he's an interesting guy and uh So, uh, you know, you know, but he's getting he's just getting started in spring training. I don't think we can draw any real conclusions yet.
0: How does uh, Miles Straw being uh, being sick and being away from the club then, uh, you know, impact his, you know, sort of position uh, or or does it? I mean, I got to believe that uh, when when Stephen Vogt goes to fill out that uh, that lineup card, that uh, he's got to give strong consideration to Straw as, as the starting center fielder based on uh just track record over Florio right now. Yes,
1: yeah, Straw had a really uh interesting off season. He said he worked harder than he ever has. Uh he went to see uh the hitting coach uh Chris Valleca, in uh in Columbus uh, he gained ten pounds. He feels like it, this. It's he's at a good weight. He's strong. stronger than he's ever been. It's unfortunate. He, he's get he's sick right now. He's away from the complex for a couple of days. But he's had, he started well in the first three games, Joe. Uh, he was hitting three thirty three. He made a great catch in center field. Uh, you know, so he's he's playing. You know, I think he he's motivated right now. He's you know he he told me that he feels like uh, you know he it's almost like he has to make the club again. You know, he's on a multi-year deal. And I think sometimes guys get lulled into, you know, a false sense of security in that. But, you know, he's, uh, he's ready to, to compete for the job. So it's just unfortunate that he got sick. But hopefully it's just, you know, kind of a minor setback. And we can really see what Florio and Starr are capable of, you know, for the, for the remainder of the uh, Cactus League season.
0: Yeah, and and you know a guy like Miles Straw doesn't want to be the fourth outfielder. He doesn't want to be a late inning defensive substitute or, or replacement. He wants to be a guy that is in the starting lineup every day and is impacting the uh, the lineup and the Guardians' ability to score runs. It just hasn't been that way over the last you know maybe season and a half of, uh, of uh, just production wise. So uh, it, it, yeah, whatever changes he needed to make in the off season, uh, you know we're, we're, you're hoping that that that, you know, motivates him a little bit. And, you know, certainly bringing in Florio motivates him uh, a a little to, to go out there and and, and perform. Uh, It it should be fun. I I mean, if you're getting the best of miles straw, you're getting an elite defensive center fielder. That's, that's uh, you know, no questions about that. But uh, I I think what we saw from him when he first arrived in Cleveland was uh, a guy who could put the bat on the ball and had a good command of the strike zone and you know, uh, wasn't uh, chasing pitches out of the zone and, and, you know, making mistakes early in counts. Now uh, it, this is a guy who needs to be a little bit more aggressive. I think he got a little gun shy and uh, he needs to to go out there and, and, and prove that he can impact the baseball uh, certainly a lot more than he has in the last couple of years, because you've got a guy you're competing with, who's got a, a track record of, you know, 28 home runs in the, at, at the AAA level. Uh, this is a guy who, uh, by all accounts, Florial is is very toolsy. You know, can run the bases well. Uh, you know, has a has a, a, a good arm out in center field. Uh, you've got if it's a, a matter of you know Straw's defense isn't going to erase uh, you know a guy who could change a game with one swing of the bat. You're going to want to put a a, a productive Florial out there uh, if if Straw is the same as he has been in the last two years.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, one one part of a Straw's game that he's gotten away from is is speed. You know, the, at at times last season he seemed reluctant to run when he did get on base, and uh, he told me uh, he told me no stop signs this 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 year. He's he's <laughs> going. So we'll see. But uh, I know the Guardians wanted him to run a little more than he did last season. Uh, You know, he's he's he's, you know, stealing bases is a big part of his game. Um, So I think, like you said, Joey, he, he just his whole game looked a little tentative the last two years. And hopefully, you know, he puts he, he starts he starts to get he gets off to a good start and he's just a little more aggressive at the plate. Because like you said, he's a gold glove center fielder, but he's got to he's got to have he's got to be able to contribute somewhat offensively to this team.
0: Uh, As far as uh, the starting uh, pitching goes uh, ahead uh, for the next couple of days, Carrasco goes tonight against uh, the Dodgers, and then Shane Bieber takes the mound on Saturday uh, for his first Cactus League start of the season. Uh, What can we expect from uh, Carrasco and Bieber in the next two days?
1: Yeah, Carrasco, this is going to be interesting, Joe. His second uh, Cactus League start. Uh, And when, you know, when they signed him, everyone was thinking, okay, it's a great story, feel good story. But where does Carlos fit? You know, if he's he's always been a starter most of his career. And, you know, the the Guardians rotation is if everyone is healthy, is set with uh, Bieber, McKenzie, Logan Allen, um, Bybee and and Williams. And uh, so where does he fit? So. You know, as as camp goes along, all of a sudden, you know, uh, James Karachek is heard in in the bullpen. Then uh, Trevor Steffen goes down. So you've got two openings, maybe three in the bullpen right now. So I would think, uh, you know, really, if Carrasco was wondering how he fits on this club, there's the opportunity now to, uh, you know, open the season in, with this team, with being one of those swing guys, you know, a, a guy that can you know relieved start spot start and uh he's got to take advantage of that
0: yeah it sounds like there's a real opportunity here uh now a real path for him to to be on the opening day roster as long as he stays healthy as long as you know he, he proves that uh you know he's he's in the right spot you know physically and uh the his his ability to get major league hitters is still there uh yeah i i, I got to believe that uh you know with Trevor Stephens Injury news that that it opens up uh, that that opportunity not just for Carrasco but for you know a, a guy like a Ben Lively who's who's got a major league contract but uh, you know there's question where he fits uh, on the makeup of the roster so uh, you know we'll see uh, depending on you know who who Stephen Vogt wants to keep stretched out who he uh, you know wants to you know target for the bullpen or uh, as a as a depth guy in terms of the rotation. Uh, we could see it a number of different ways, uh, and, and you know certainly Carrasco's performance uh, in this uh, this upcoming uh, Cactus League start is is an important step in that. Uh, all right, Hoynzy, that's uh, going to wrap up today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. We'll uh, check in again uh, with you on Monday uh, after a full weekend of games out in. Arizona will uh, will be following those games and uh, get into uh, another week of Cactus League play uh, starting Monday. Good deal, Joe.